Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Hello everyone, I'm coming to record another episode of the Intuitive Revolution in Business podcast. First, I wanted to maybe talk a little bit about why my podcast has changed its name. And it's quite an interesting one because I have to hold up my hand and say, I wanted to call it the Intuitive Revolution in Business podcast from the very start. But I followed someone else's guidance to actually ask my audience what they preferred. And so the vote was for the Business Intuition podcast, but then I had someone contact me to say that it was infringing their trademark. And when I tried to reword it into something that wasn't um, infringing to that trademark, so the Intuitive uh, Business podcast, I realized someone else already had that title. So this is actually a beautiful example of how we should always follow our intuition I'm not blaming the other person who gave me the advice. I decided to take it on board instead of listening to my own intuition. And I suppose I want to say this can happen at any point, even if you're a business intuition mentor, there's always going to be that little doubt or um, sometimes we get convinced by other people more because we don't trust ourselves. And for me, it's still a journey. Trusting my intuition, trusting myself is still a journey, even though I have been on this journey for 15 years. So if this happens to you, don't beat yourself up. It's perfectly normal. Well, I think so anyway. And just take it as a lesson. I definitely take it as a lesson. I mean, nobody died. No kittens died. So it's not a bad lesson. Um, But I know better now. So a couple of news before I get started with the Q&A. I've had two um, beautiful questions asked on my Facebook page. And I also want to encourage you, if you have any questions relating to intuition, this podcast or anything that I do, head over to my business page uh, on Facebook. Let me just try to remember what it's called because names are not my forte. Not even my own business um, page name. Uh, intuition revolution in business right here we go I just checked so I don't mislead you Um, what was I going to say yes so a couple of news first I want to celebrate the fact that I have over a thousand downloads on the podcast uh, only six to seven weeks after it was launched so I'm just over the moon Um, I want to thank all of you who are downloading my episodes and listening to the end. This is really, really awesome. If you have not written a review yet or rated the podcast, please do so as this will help my podcast to reach more people. And of course, if I'm creating a revolution, a movement, I need as many people as possible to support this podcast. So thank you for sharing. If you have an aha moment, please share the episode link on your social media and put um, intuitive revolution or um, as a hashtag. 
I'm not very good with my hashtags. I really need to find one that's final and that people will use. But anyway, keep sharing. Share to your list, share to your friends, share to anyone you think that might, might benefit from listening to this podcast. I want to reach the first, the top first percent of podcasts. We're on the five top 5%, and I think that's amazing, but I am an ambitious soul. I want to keep doing it. I want to keep reaching more. And it's not for me, as I said before, my name is not even on the podcast. It's for the content that I'm sharing and the fact that I believe that intuition is going to empower so many people, including in business, and that is, is really, really important to me. The second piece of news I have to, for you today, and that's not that's something I haven't mentioned much on the podcast, is I um, work with something called the, um, um, well, my framework is called the EPIC framework. So I work with, uh, on my one-to-one -one clients, especially me, my VIPs, we work with this framework, which is E for energy, P for prosperity, I for intuition, and C for mindset, as in clarity, courage, and confidence. So EPIC framework. And the theme of this summer, and this theme has cropped up because the energies, uh, the universal energy is very, very strong around manifesting. So the whole summer in my group is about prosperity. I've just finished running a five-day challenge uh, called Prosperity Booster. Uh, and I'm running my my course called the Prosperity, the 30 day prosperity booster starting on the 1st of August. It's too late for you to join this round as this episode is released, but you can join my next five day challenge that's coming up on the 22nd of August. So head over to the show notes to this podcast. They can be found on my website, the intuitiverevolution.co.uk slash podcast forward slash podcast. Um, that's it for the announcements. Now, let's get on with the questions. I had two questions on my page, and thank you very much, uh, Sonia and Lise, for asking these questions. So Sonia asked, how do you become a guest on your podcast? That's such a good question. I'm so glad that you asked. So at this point in time, uh, <clears throat> I'm reserving the last spot for the year. All my, my, my uh, guest spots are booked um, to the end of the year because I only do one guest a month. Um, but I have one spot left in December. And I'm reserving that for a competition that I'm running uh, where I want people to share their intuition stories on social media by tagging me. So my name is Ange de Lumière. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not on Instagram. But if you take a screenshot and you send me the screenshot, then I'll be happy to enter you in the competition. I already have three to four people who are signed up, or who are, have entries in there, because I want these stories of intuition to be shared widely on social media, especially within business circles. So if you have the courage and the guts to go and share your intuition story by hashtagging intuition story, tagging me or mentioning my name or sharing an episode, this episode, for example, of the podcast, then you will be entered in my draw. It's also, uh, for future reference, if you sign up for my podcast newsletter, which will always inform you when an episode is out and what it's about, so you know if that's going to be of an interest to you, um, please sign up for my podcast newsletter. Again, the link will be in the show notes to this episode on my website. 
So that was the answer for Sonia. Now, of course, I'm opening up slots uh, for interviews for 2022. I haven't yet uh, created a, an application form, uh, but it's, it's, in the, it's in the pipe. So you will be the first one to know if you sign up for the podcast launch newsletter, okay? Second question was very, very juicy. Uh, and um, I'm really, really glad that Liz, uh, Liz has asked this question. And for this reason, I will link um, in the show notes, I will link to Liz's profile. She's one of my clients. She is um, in the Prosperity Booster as well. Uh, which is starting on the first, who, which I has started on the 1st of August, sorry. And, sorry. And her question was, how to know what business strategy is right for me? How to choose where to start? Right, so of course, my answer is gonna be ask your intuition. But I'm not just going to leave you there. I'm going to tell you how, okay? And this is the, the stuff that I've taught in my signature challenge, Trust Your Intuition, which I haven't run since March. So I thought, well, I'm going to give you a bit of that juice here. Uh, but of course, if you're interested to come to the next uh, challenge, I have no idea when it's going to be run. But if you're on my newsletter, you'll know. So how do you ask your intuition? Now, some people already know how to do that. If you do that, and if you don't do it the way that I've suggested, keep doing what works for you, okay? And I would also love for you to tell me, maybe come to the comments on, on the show notes and tell me how you do it, because I am all for diversity. I'm all for honoring that we each have our own way. I know that the method I'm going to um, share in a minute is a method that's worked for a lot of people. But obviously, you put your own slant on it, you know. I'm giving you a framework. It's not like a, an absolute recipe. We're not doing baking here. Uh, we're more doing like cooking. So if you, there's an ingredient you want to add, add into it or if there's one ingredient you don't like, it's perfectly okay to, to you know, try, test, change, and, and make it work for you. So I call that my four-step pro process, though. And the, how I do it is step number one is going to be you writing down all the different strategies that you could be using in your business, okay? Just write them all down on a big piece of paper. If A4 is not big enough, use an A3 paper and write them all down. Then maybe take a little break after you've done that because that can be a bit intense. Uh, you could have a dance break. I love dance breaks. Or you could go into your garden if you have one, or if you don't, you know, to the window, have a bit of fresh air, cup of tea if you're into tea, I'm not, cup of coffee, <laughs> don't overdo the coffee though. Uh, and then you come back and you look at the page with a fresh pair of eyes and you see if one of them stands out, you know, almost like your eyes are attracted to what's written on the page in one particular area. That's something that works quite well for me. Um, I know if I have a lot of questions to ask, I'll do the same process. Which question should I ask right now? So if you get um, if you get that signal, then or if you don't, just pick one, okay? Because it's perfectly okay to start with the first one that comes to mind. So ask your intuition. That's step three. Once you've chosen one strategy, whether it's because it stood out or because you just choose it to kind of go through the whole whole lot. What you want to do is 
ask your intuition, is this strategy right for me and my business now? Okay, it's always in the now because it could change in six months time. You don't know, but you want to stick with one strategy long enough for it to be able to uh, give some results. So don't make the mistake that I made when I started business, to, which was to chop and change all the time, because if it didn't work after a week or two, then I thought it's not working. That's not true. You've got to be consistent. Consistency is so important. Anyway, step three, you're clear on the question you're asking. You're clear on the strategy that you're focusing on. And then wait, that's step number four, wait for your intuition to tell you whether this is the right strategy for you or not, okay? So that's where you need to know how your intuition speaks to you because we're all different. Again, this, was, uh, this is why I, I, I run my challenge uh, regularly uh, on how to trust your intuition is because everybody's intuition is going to be different. Some people will have goosebumps. Some people will have shivers down their spine. Some people will have a happy feeling in their body. Some people will hear words or have thoughts that pop in. Or some people will have maybe an image that pops up. It's all valid, okay? Your way is the right way for you. So just go with it, okay? Now, if it's still not clear after this four-step process, the next step I would suggest, which is, so to speak, step five, is ask for a sign, okay? And if you needed a bit of help on how to ask for a sign or signs generally, uh, go back to episode one of this podcast because that's what I talked about, how to recognize the signs from the universe, okay? All right, suppose that after two, three days, you don't have your sign and you're still wondering and you're full of doubt and that's really bugging you. You step number six is you can use a deck of cards to help. Okay, I'm not talking about playing cards, I'm talking more about oracle cards or tarot cards. You could use a pendulum, but I think they're less reliable because if you're attached to the, the answer, if you want the answer to be yes, for example, then you can actually influence the pendulum into giving you the answer that you want. Whereas with cards, it's not possible to do that. Right. So if you want to know how to use a tarot card to get that yes or no answer, uh, I know it's going to sound a little bit like a cop out, but you can join my group. And uh, if you're a female entrepreneur and you will be able to find a technique that I described in guide number seven, because my group is a teaching group for entrepreneurs only uh, and for entrepreneurs who are interested in intuition, not in psychic gifts, in intuition. And for me, this means as well that it's more for themselves, their own sake, rather than to do readings for other people, okay? So there is a technique that I describe in there in my group that you can check right away if you want to. So again, the link to my group will be in the show notes and you can come and join us. It is called, I'm gonna check again, so bad with names. <laughs> intuitive business for female entrepreneurs. Now I'm thinking I might change it to intuitive revolution for female entrepreneurs. So you see the name is not really that relevant. That's why you need to go to my show notes, okay? Just head over at the intuitiverevolution.co.uk. So if you want to make sure that you know when I sell my own deck of business oracle card, which I've been using to do readings successfully since June last year, 
sign up for my tariff for business newsletter. I have a lot of different um, specialized newsletters. So there's my general newsletter. You should definitely be on that one. But then I have different little ones that are, you know, not everybody's interested in tarot. So I've created one for my tarot deck. But also know that I have a self-study course called Tarot for Business uh, that is super powerful and you don't need to actually know any of the cards uh, or the meanings in order to be able to use it, okay? Now, it's a bit besides the point. I don't wanna overwhelm you with too much, too much information, but know that tarot cards are very reliable. Um, they're not, they don't have negative energy unless you put it into it. There's a small caveat in the sense that tarot cards very often carry the energy of their creator. So if you don't feel, if you feel that one tarot, tarot deck really doesn't feel right, don't buy it, don't use it, just chuck it, okay? Um, so now I wanted to add something to this conversation, okay? Is that even if you get the answer yes about a strategy, you still need to make sure that all the elements of the strategy is right, okay? And I'm going to give you two examples that didn't work for me, and I'm glad I, I well, I followed for a little bit, but it felt so bad within myself, and my, my mind couldn't find the reason why it felt bad, uh, and that's okay. I just had to honor it, and then it made sense later. Your intuition will not always reveal to you why you feel a certain way. You have to trust it. And the trust between you and your intuition and you and yourself and your own decision power is super important. So it's uncomfortable, but it's something that is uh, needs to be pursued by you. And only can, you can do that. Only you can build that, that trust in your intuition. Unless you want one-to-one with me where I can confirm your intuition. Um, but that's that's different. That's a different subject. So even if the answer is yes, as I said, not everything might feel right. And I will tell you two examples of when I followed someone else's um, a business strategist or business mentor, and it felt really good cool overall, but there was one element that didn't sit well with me. And so I just let it go. At first, it was difficult because I had this fear of missing out. And I thought, well, if I don't apply the whole formula, it might not work. That's not true. There's nothing that says that you have to apply someone's formula 100% if that doesn't feel right. So let's, um, let's talk about these examples. And um, so the first one for me is when I, um, I purchased the package, it was like a DIY for my website. And um, it was like a given that you had to put a pop-up for people to sign up for your newsletter. I hate that. I hate that whenever I go to someone's site, if there's a pop-up to sign up for their newsletter, I probably will never visit that site again. So I realized after a few weeks that this didn't feel right to me. Why should I impose on other people what I didn't want imposed on me? So I scrapped that. And after that, it felt so much better. Second one is I was part, and I still am part of a beautiful group program. Um, for startups, well, I'm not in startup mode anymore, but I still, um, you know, I love this program. And they have what she, uh, the leader called, uh, calls a, a wolf pack, all right? And it comes from a beautiful idea that if you're part of the same group program, then you go on social media and you comment on your, um, your how can I say, mates from the, from the program 
to um, boost their algorithm and give them more traction. This has never felt good to me. And I felt so bad for so many months because I felt I wasn't a um, cheerleader, which I am. I absolutely love to comment on people's posts and boost their algorithm. But this particular way felt yucky to me. It felt wrong. And I, I felt bad about this feeling because it was like I wasn't a, a group team, you know, uh, a group member or, or not a team player. I wasn't a good team player. But probably two to three years after, you know, struggling with this, another business mentor explained exactly why this was actually such a good idea. And I was like, I knew all along. I didn't know why, but I knew it was off. And that relieved me of all that, that, you know, angst about not being a team player, not wanting to play the wolf pack. It might be that the wolf pack feels wonderful for you, then just do it. But I mean, I'm telling here to trust your gut. And then the last one is those messenger bots. Even though at some point I felt it was a great idea, not necessarily for me, but within the context of five day challenges, because it encourages people to um, it notifies them. It can also be overdone and be incredibly irritating. And in the last challenge that I run, I've decided not to use the bots for many reasons, mostly also because the European Union, or the, yeah, the European Union has completely uh, ruined it for people who want to use bots. It becomes so complicated and you actually have to send more notifications rather than just the ones that you want. And I thought this is just too complicated. It's a waste of my energy and time. I'm scrapping it and I'm just going to trust that. My intuition, my guides will help with the algorithm and they do. So that these were the three examples for me. I'd love to know if there are some things that have never felt right for you. Uh, because that might help someone else free themselves of this obligation. You know, when we we're in business, we feel that it's quite competitive. We feel that we have to, uh, you know, put all the chances on our side. And sometimes that pushes us, that fear of missing out or that fear of not succeeding into doing things that are not completely aligned with us. Don't blame yourself if you have. I'm certainly not going to judge myself. Um, I know this comes from a place of insecurity. Uh, I believe everybody has their own insecurities. Awareness is a key and it's a beautiful one. So um, it's just a question of, of making sure that we use this. Uh, we don't let it take over our business by then espousing all sorts of tricks um, that, that don't resonate with us, you know? There's some people who don't like freebies. They just don't offer freebies. I love doing five-day challenges because I know that with the kind of work that I do, and this is personal to what I do, the kind of work that I do, people need to trust me before they will um, invest in my services. They need to trust me because it's a jungle out there in, with regards to intuition. There's really a lot of gurus, a lot of fake gurus as well. And so Delivering a five-day challenge may, means that people start to know me from the inside out. They know my personality. They know where I come from. And, and it also enables me to sell without selling, which is something that's really beautiful for me because although I have learned to love to sell uh, and to do marketing, uh, I still prefer people to sign up because they've had such a good experience with me and they just want to continue to work with me rather than, you know, um, pushing their, their pain points. That's something that really annoys me in the marketing. 
Right, so I think this is enough for today for my Q&A. Make sure you go and ask these questions on my page, on the post dedicated for that. I will um, post a new post now that I've answered these questions. So it's going to be nice and fresh and ready for you to ask your questions. So thank you for all of this, uh, all of you who have listened to this episode to the end. I uh, am going to uh, wish you a wonderful week and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs, and go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.